Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Inside the 8 o'clock hour. Thanks for rocking with me. One hour down, four hours to go. Not in a rush. Wherever you are, if you're listening on the radio or the free Odyssey app, thanks for tuning in. My name is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. This is KM to AM. Taking you to 12. Talking the talk around New York sports. The conversation is around the New York football teams. Let's keep it going. We've got plenty of people on hold, on the line. I think I've said enough, but I'll add some more in between. Let's go to Ethan in Hawthorne next up on the fan. What's up, Ethan? Hey, Keith. Uh, so real quick, right? I'm getting out of class. I hop in my car. I turn on WFA. And by the way, you're one of my favorite listeners. But uh, I just want to level with you real quick in terms of the New York football team. New York football has been dead for the past 10 years. And it is the first time that we've been able to say that both New York teams are alive and well in December. And... You know, you saying that we have no shot at making the playoffs, both the Jets and Giants, just an absolute buzzkill. I don't see why not. I mean, you look at the Jets' schedule to start. You know, they got the Lions, who, okay, they're due to lose eventually. They've been hot, right? And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sure, they put up an impressive, you know, win against Tennessee, but Tennessee was missing multiple starters on defense. You know, you got the Seahawks, who just lost Sam Darnold and the Panthers. And then the Dolphins just got exposed to back-to-back weeks, and that's for the Jets. For the Giants, you know, you got the Commanders. You know, they win this week. They should be in pretty good shape. And then you still got the Jeff Saturday-led Colts, which Brian Dable is not getting outcoached by Saturday, let's face it. And then you got the, the Eagles, who are probably not going to be playing the starters the last week of the season. So why can't both teams go 3-1 three, three and one in the last four games, Keith? Thank you for taking my call. Great points, Ethan, but that is the glass-half-full approach. I'm usually very optimistic and positive, but it's the end of the road. Why can't it happen? I'm not saying there's a 0% chance. But from my estimation, it's not a high chance. So I'm just getting in front of it. I'm not going to spend the next four weeks saying, oh, well, if this happens or who else do we need to lose? Here's the rooting guide for the Jets and the Giants. Like, It's okay to get to this point of the year where the Giants haven't won a division game. right? It's December football. These teams haven't won in December yet. And what is December football about? Jihad Ward had an interview after the game Sunday. It was profanity-laced, 
some curse words in it, but it was real. And he says December football isn't about anything else besides who effing wants it more. Right? Like, think about it. This is New York. New York, New Jersey football. It is cold. It is rainy. It is windy out here. I just said these teams haven't won a game in December. These teams haven't won a game in the last two weeks. So I'm I'm supposed to expect them to just win three out of the next four because we're physically here because they haven't been in this situation in the last few years. Nah, nah, I'm 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 just being honest. I'm being realistic. I don't see it. It's December football. Everybody's banged up. Every NFL team has lost a player for the year. Every NFL team has starters that have ailments, pains, and they're playing through it. No one is healthy. This doesn't come down to odds and Vegas spreads or fantasy football projections or who the fans thinks better on paper or who the fans compare week to week. It's the NFL. It's week to week. So you can't look at what this team did against that team last week. You got to look at your team and what they're putting on tape. And I've been watching the Jets and I've been watching the Giants all year. And now that we're getting in the end of the year and we're in December football, I don't look at either one of these teams as teams that can make the push successfully to get themselves into the playoffs. And even if they do, for what? To be one and done? Okay, to get that moral victory, I get it. But, like, I'm giving you your participation trophy now. This is a rebuild year on both sides. They overachieved. They're ahead of schedule on both sides. Congratulations. Fight the rest of the way, right? This is for fan talk. This is for radio talk. This isn't for the locker room. This is, you know, don't don't the players not listen to the radio? Don't the coaches not listen to what we have to say? Didn't Zach Wilson come out and say, nobody outside of this room knows anything? I don't know anything. But in my humble opinion, I'm not looking at the Jets or Giants as teams that make the playoffs this year or that can make any any noise. It's December football. It comes down to mano e mano. Who wants it more? Man versus man. Last night I was talking about how games are won and lost in the trenches, especially late in the season when guys are hurt and tired and it's cold and windy and rainy. The conditions are not ideal. And when I look at the offensive line and defensive line, okay, yeah, the Giants have some players on their defensive line. The Jets have some players on their defensive line. But what about this, this offensive line? Are the are, are the Giants opening up holes for Saquon to hit home runs? Are the, are the Giants offensive linemen blowing guys off the ball? Or are they still trying to figure that out a little bit? Got Nick Gates back. Got Evan Neal back. Andrew Thomas is a pro bowler. But on, on the Jets' side, right, Dwayne Brown, I mean, the Jets' offensive tackle situation, They lost, as soon as they lost AVT, that changed the Jets'. Then when you look at Dwayne Brown, he's washed. He's going to probably retire. I I just don't look at them as teams that can win in December. And the way that it has shaken out, yeah, they had a decent start. The, The Giants had a better start than the Jets. But it comes down to these last four weeks. And if I'm a betting man, I'm not betting on the Jets and or Giants to win three out of four to solidify their spot in the playoffs. I just don't see it, folks. So I think this is the first week where it really starts to turn. I think this is the first week where people are starting to admit it. Like, okay, they're turning back into pumpkins, right? They are who we thought they were. Nobody thought that they were playoff teams coming into this year. And it doesn't hurt to think about having a top 20 draft pick on both sides. It doesn't hurt to think about getting 
Xavier McKinney back next year for the Giants. Getting Wandale Robinson back next year for the Giants. Giving Joe Shane and Brian Dable an offseason to make moves, to cut guys, to, to sign other guys, to go in the draft and add their own talent again to this team. Same thing goes for the Jets. They drafted well. They can do the same thing coming up in 2023 and make this team better. I want to see Brees Hall out there. I want to see AVT out there. I want to see a real quarterback out there that can use these receivers, get the ball into the end zone. And they can do that this offseason. It's okay if they miss the playoffs this year. Like I'm, I'm, it's okay. I'm not trying to be hard on the teams. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm being real, being realistic. Every other city, they're not talking about, whoa, well, the Jets and Giants are real threats. The only place they're doing that is here. Richie is out in Queens. What's up, Richie? You're on the fence. Hey, it's good talking to you as always, Pete. Thanks for calling in. Um, you know, I was, I, everything you said, I agree with, and I'm thinking I'm probably going to get grief because I'm going to go so negative being a 60-year fan. But you are so on the money. You know, I tried to call the post-game show after the Giant, uh, and 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 I know it's part of the Giant deal. And how much can you really knock a team or condemn a team? And I'm saying, what are these guys watching? The Giants. The Giants obviously did very well the first 10 games. Reality is hit in. Right now, they are a bottom 10 team. And people say, what do you mean? I said, right now, their offensive line you touched is horrendous. You know, Thibodeau is not – Thibodeau is at this point is a second late. He's, I think he'll be okay, but he's not what we thought he'd be initially. He'll be better next okay, year. Allegiore, you know, their linebackers, um, D. Crowder was demoted. They've got they've got uh, Smith in there who was a reject from Dallas. Right now, with Jackson out, Robinson not there, their secondary is probably the top bottom ten in football. So yeah, offense at this point in time is just non-existent. The downfield receivers, I, I talked to you a couple of times about it, and we both agreed they have no offensive threat at all. So when I and, and I really when I talked last week to Richard Neer. And we talked about why would I think they could be competitive against the Eagles, and I came up with zero. Now, to say, and you touched on it, that all of a sudden we're going to turn it around, we're going to go into Washington, and everybody's going to say, Hennigke's not that good. Well, they got Thielen, they got some good receivers. McLaren, they've got Gibson. If you couldn't got handle Devontae can... Smith and A.J. Brown, it's not, yeah. it's not going to be a walk in the park to take on Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson. Not so, absolutely. And defensively, they're a strong defensive line. They've got a good offensive line. They can run. The Giants, uh, you know, let me say, somebody says, are you telling me it's a miracle? I say, I'm not sort of saying it's a miracle that they, if they can win the game. You know, is it going to be that shocking? But all indications are looking at a team that could possibly go one and four. And, you know, the other thing, Keith, when I'm talk, I touched, touched on, this is a barometer of Jones. And, again, I know it's tough to say, well, he doesn't have anything to work with. But this is going to be a playoff game coming up. And if he's the guy that doesn't play well and you could point fingers at him, then it goes into next year. What do we do with this guy? Is he going to be signed? Is he going to be franchised or whatever? Barkley's taking a big step backwards. And – you know, they'll probably win 42-10, and then I'll call you next week and say, Keith, what the heck do I know? But no, I don't see it. I think they're going to have a it. very, very tough time. And uh, and the last time we spoke real quick, 
you know, I'm a big San Francisco Giant fan. I think you know that. Mm-hmm. And I had said that there was no way that they were going to get Judge. And, and, and I really, I felt the Judge was going to go back. I'm very disappointed well, with the Giants. Well, did they sign Danby Swanson yet? I'm waiting for any updates so we can start talking baseball, but there's no Yeah, real... yeah. I think the Giants got an inside move on Correa. So because they signed a couple of pitches, Stripling and Minea, nothing big. So by signing the two pitches they did, I think your team is going to get run, run down. That's what I'm hearing on the Frisco on the Frisco radio. So uh, I, I, I don't be prepared for that. I think that's going to happen. I'm prepared. It's always good I was talk. hoping it would and, happen and, tonight. And, yeah, it could. It could. And 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 you're right about with White and everything else. He's done good and done good. But you got we got to score points, man. This yeah, is an completions are league. cool. We, completions are cool, but you got to complete the ball in the end zone, like. I mean, I'm not trying to pick on the guy. I think he's been tough, and he's he's been a great story. But you're comparing him to Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. Like, if this team had an actual quarterback that could create and that could make plays with his legs and, uh, you know, extend plays and then get the ball into the playmaker's hands, they'd score more. And, and then they'd be yeah. ahead of schedule. But they're behind schedule because the defense is ahead, and this year was supposed to be all about Zach Wilson, right? They say if in year two, yeah. if the kid doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, he's probably not. Yeah, and you know, real quick too, Keith, when he gets hit the way he does, like you said, his lack of mobility. You know, when guys like Brady and, and Peyton – Eli, they never got hit that way. They just duck they had that hits. sense to get yeah, out of the way. You got to feel that that's coming I, yeah, and not that, take that square on. It's tough to do. Yeah, but. I just you got to be when you see that guy coming sixty. Look, the guy came at him and he took twelve strides. It's eight strides to get to you. Yeah, there's got to be a way you can avoid Chuck that and real. Yeah, I mean this guy. I think he's not gonna. I think he's gonna be injured before you know it. That's hey, what, good talking to you. Thanks for the call, Richie. That's what I'm saying with Mike White too. Like. You think the whole NFL didn't watch? I, everyone saw that. I felt bad for the kid. But, like, they're not going to feel bad for you in Detroit coming. To, yes, Devils just tied it up. 1-1. Let's go. Man, Prudential Center's been rocking. I wanted to go Saturday, but I think I have to pick my wife up from the airport Saturday night. It's messing up my plans. I want to go see the Devils Saturday. It's lit. Look, there's not an open seat in there, bro. Everybody's going to see the Devils play. And they've been playing well. A little bit of a skid here, but not a skid. It's just tough when you when you win 13 games in a row. Everyone's expecting you to win every game. But they got on the black sweaters tonight, and they just tied it up 1-1, looking to bounce back from the Rangers' loss last night. I'm, I'm watching in here. I know Paulie's watching too. They're playing very well, and that's why you. That's why winning all those games in a row matter because you have a net to lose because they're going to go through a streak, and they're going through a little bit now. They're going to lose like four to five. Guys that, that's hurt. the way it goes in and, hockey. Yep. So you bank as many wins as you possibly can. And that's they did how that. it goes. They did that fast. And, uh, you know, the season isn't that long. I mean, it, it's long, but there's not that many games. Right. You know, you can, like, there's a good It's not rule. like the baseball season where a 13-game win streak in baseball, like you could erase that. That doesn't even matter. There's a good rule that a lot of the uh, Canadian, like, um, hockey pundits use is that by American Thanksgiving – you check out the standings and who's in the playoffs, and like 90% of the times those teams that's, those are, are the teams that are Those in are the teams. Yeah, the, the Devils are a playoff those team. Are, oh, 100%. Yes. I had a call last night that, you know, the caller said that the East is between the Devils and the Bruins, and if you look at the Devils and the Bruins, the Bruins, Bruins are a wagon right now. Bruins are playing really, They have really the well. history. They have the pedigree. They, they're there a lot. The Devils are an upstart. They're young. They're a surprise team this year. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to go back to Prudential Center. But... You know, people always pulling me in different ways, and I'm the nighttime host. I, I could I could be at the game right now, but I'm at work 
only time I can go is Saturday, and Saturday is really my only true night off, so I'm always pulled in different directions, can't get over there, but I'm trying to get back. I, I heard Spike went to the game uh, against the Islanders, and uh, you know we're talking about the Devils on WFAN more than ever. Woo! All right, uh, so back to the conversation at hand. We were talking about Carlos Rodon for a minute uh, with Richie from Queens. He is a New York Giants, San Francisco Giants fan, and I did see a few minutes ago that the Giants were mo- making a move for Dansby Swanson, but nothing on the Carlos Rodon front. Um, if you're on hold, I have two calls, Jets and Giants, stay there, but I have two calls, Yankees, free agency, I like to mix those in. Let's go out west to Andrew in Portland, Oregon on the fan. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Keith, how's it going? It's been a long time, man. How you been? Good, man. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for calling my show. How you doing? Yeah, of course. Good, good. Just, uh, just got off work here. And, uh, you know, I was listening to you the other day, and uh, you were talking baseball. You uh, you mentioned the Phillies. And, um, you know, a lot of talk so far in this uh, hot stove off season has been about, of course, the New York Mets right there in your guys' backyard. You know, they're signing everybody and anybody that they can. Uh, you know, and the Giants obviously had a little heat there with Aaron Judge. Now you just mentioned Swanson. But, you know, but I think it's the Phillies that, uh, you know, Yankee fans should try to keep an eye on, you know, team from 2009, you know, World Series opponent. I, I think, you know, the, the Phillies have a blueprint right now that's right right on the cusp of themselves being a championship team. You know, they didn't have very many departures, and they bring in Trey Turner you know, a superstar to complement a superstar, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber. And, you know, they bring in uh, Taiwan, uh, excuse me, Taiwan Walker yep. from the Mets. They, a, a depth piece, you know, Carlos Rodon, you know, Carlos Rodon for the Yankees. Uh, last year before, you know, in the trade deadline, they, uh, they acquire an outfielder to complement the outfield. Brandon Marsh, kind of like how the Yankees got Bader. And, you know, pitching depth that they got. You know, the the Yankees need to, Think about, you know, not keeping up with teams like the Astros or the New York Mets. Um, you know, they, they have to think about how they won championships in the past and how teams, you know, the Phillies just, just made it to the World Series a year ago. And you, you, you look around this team, and on paper, the Yankees have, with Aaron Judge coming back, they have, you know, one of the best teams probably with the highest odds to make it to the World Series. And yet you look at the left half of the whole field can be a question mark. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's talk right now about the Arizona Diamondbacks are trying to ship out that uh, uh, Verusho, I think is his name. And he's a left-handed bat who is a gold glove outfielder. You need to acquire a player to complement the team in almost kind of a superstar way. I don't know if Trey Turner is a top five MVP pick, but he's a superstar player complementing a World Series caliber team with the Phillies. And you're bringing Aaron Judge back. You're bringing Anthony Rizzo back, a team that the Yankees, you know, still very good. But, you you know, you got to acquire big pieces, I think, not necessarily doing it the uh, Tampa Bay Rays way or the Astros way through analytics and pure numbers or just buying the biggest name like the Mets, you know, a team like the uh, the Phillies. What do you think? Man, I, I love what the Phillies have done. I, I referred to the Phillies as Yankees South for the last, like, four years because there was a period in time where I'm like, Hey, they're just taking a page out of the Yankees book or just taking guys that were Yankees from the manager and Joe Girardi. Dave Robinson yeah. was, was down there. Um, yep. Ronald Torres, Didi Gregorius. Um, 
Nelson they took off of us. They have a, a lot of, you know, random former Yankees that went mm-hmm. to Philly. But they I also call them Yankee South because they were spending like the Yankees of old. $330 million for Bryce Harper. And when they when they make it to the World Series, their owner grabs Bryce Har- Harper and says, I didn't pay you enough. And since they signed Bryce Harper, they've been going for it. They go get Kyle Schwarber mm-hmm. and Nick Castellanos. They go get JT Real Muto when he was available. I know Mets fans are yeah. paying close attention to the rival Phillies and the moves they've made. They're still going for it. So are the Braves. With Trey Turner, right? The Braves aren't going for free agents, but whatever. They spent money to lock up their guys long-term, and they're they're still Mm -hmm. finessing with the trade. So when I look at the Phillies, yeah, I wish the Yankees would take a page out of their book and say, hey, they they decided to start spending again. Maybe we need to start spending. We're Mm -hmm. one of the final four teams like the Phillies were. The Phillies were the only team in this postseason to be able to defeat the Astros, and they're stacked. And they keep going for it. And they keep signing talent and big guys. And they weren't afraid to bring guys up. They're shortstop. Yep. They're third baseman from two years ago. Like, these are young guys that contributed for them. Their own homegrown guys. Like, Reese Hoskins. Hoskins. Like, they have guys mm-hmm. mixed in. You mentioned that they right. went and got Marsh. Yeah. They went for it at the deadline. The Yankees need to be going for it at every turn yeah. that you can improve the team. The deadline, free agency, all of that. But, like, right now it's stagnant. It's quiet. So, as a fan... You're just hoping and wishing for anything, and today was supposed to be the day that we heard Rodon preferred the Yankees and there'd be an offer out, and here we are approaching 8.30, and it's crickets, nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see, of course, you know, with Rodon. You know, it could, it could happen any minute, right, kind of like with the, uh, the judge news, you know. So uh, it's all smoke and mirrors until, until it gets announced. But um, it's like, like I, think, I think Kay said this morning on ESPN, you know, it, it, it all goes the player's speed, right? It goes – Scott Boris's way and Carlos Rodon's way. It's going to go at their speed. So if it happens, it happens, you know. And, um, it, you know, it doesn't always necessarily got to be the big, big, splashy, you know, uh, big name. You know, I'm I'm out here out west. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are trying to trade away a bunch of players because uh, Trader Jerry, you know, DePoto was moving the roster around. You know, I don't. I hope the Yankees don't trade Torres, but some, you know, maybe it's as easy as Cashman decided to, to do a one for one of like Torres for Jesse Winker, big power lefty bat. You know, the the Mariners just have too many outfielders. Didn't Winker or, uh, already you know, get just moved? Something, something like that. Pardon me. Didn't Winker already get moved? He might. He might have. He might have. He might have. I think he actually did. My, yeah, I he's with he the Brewers. Yeah, the Mariners already but traded say, him. Right, but they did what they do last year with Falefa. Kind of Falefa gets traded to min, uh, signs of yep. minutes. Trade get Minnesota. traded again. Yeah, get traded for again. Him. We yeah. shall see. And uh, yep, yep. No, appreciate the call. And uh, you know, you were talking Cowboys. I I think uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are being uh, slept on a little too much here. Um, you know, you you were talking uh, the Eagles. Uh, my brother's an Eagles fan. He said, look at A.J. Brown, the big receiver for Philly, having a 1,000-yard season in only 13 games. Uh, you were talking C.D. Lamb. He's only 40 yards away from a 1,000-yard season. And five or six games, he's had Cooper Rush. So the Cowboys, I think, have one of the most complete teams right now. It's hard for maybe uh, you know New York football fans to, to you know acknowledge that the Giants and the Jets, they kind of both are similar, similar but different in that they're both, they're both average teams. You know, the Jets are no longer a, a, a bottom of the basement, you know, team, but the Jets, you know, the Giants started seven and two. Now they're seven, six and one. You know, the Jets are, you know, we got to see what happens with the quarterback situation. But um, you're seeing, you know, it come to fruition, you know, the season's almost over of that they're both kind of uh, 500, you know, mid level teams. Uh, you know, you were talking the offensive lines. I think the Cowboys are finally have a shot to go far this year because they have an offensive line that's patched up all the way. Uh, Thanks for taking my call, man. Good to talk to you.
Thanks for the call from Portland, Oregon. Some perspective from out west. To add to that before we break, uh, the Cowboys just got lucky with their offensive line. I mean, Tyron Smith went down in preseason. He's healthy and ready to go. They just lost Terrence Steele. Uh, they they signed Peters from um, from the Eagles, and he's ready to go now. So they, they you know, their, their offensive line is intact. Their offensive line potentially could be the best that has been in years. But the Cowboys, in my opinion, are frauds until proven otherwise. They haven't won a Super Bowl since '95. They've been to the playoffs. There's plenty of seasons that you've seen them win double-digit games. You've heard me say this. And, yeah, like Andrew just said, and I said a few minutes ago, maybe 30 minutes ago, I said, in other cities, they're not talking about the Jets and the, the Giants the way we are. Other cities, you're looking at the Jets and Giants like, okay, they, they're turning back into what we expected. It was a good run, but it's a long NFL season. They're not playoff teams. If they can miraculously figure it out, great for us. But looking at the road ahead, I wouldn't put a dollar on it. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to break it down. 877-337-6666. Now we're talking baseball. We're talking football. We'll keep mixing it up. I'll be Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right back. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Hello, I'm here. 
Right back at it. Little quick break. Stretch if you need to. I don't know if you're drinking yet. It's Tuesday night. Club not going up on a Tuesday. You're probably not drinking any wine or cracking any beers tonight. We'll get there. We'll get there. We kill these days in this week, and then it's checkout time. It's the most wonderful time. We're just trying to get through these days so we can get to Christmas and Hanukkah and the holidays and the time off. And the new year, Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host, talking the talk, talking the sports, watching the Devils in here. 1-1, let's go Devils, it's tied. Dallas Stars are in Newark to face the Devils at the Rock. We're not really talking any puck. There's no NBA games on. If anybody has any thoughts about the Brooklyn Nets, KD for MVP, Kyrie coming back, being a wizard on the floor, magician and artist that's what we want out of Kyrie he's been doing it and this Nets team is deep maybe you want to talk about Julius Randle MVP or at least getting back to his MIP form RJ Barrett Jalen Brunson Jalen Brunson I think he's going to play tomorrow as the Knicks are looking to extend their win streak call me up but I think we're going to keep it Right here. Oh, also the Islanders are on. It's tied there as well. 2-2 against the Bruins. Uh, But I think we're going to keep it right here, right now, with Carlos Rodon, the New York Yankees. Today it was reported that his preferred destination, Carlos Rodon, left-handed pitcher, 30 years old, uh, one of the top pitchers in baseball, the top available free agent pitcher. And, uh, you know, they're saying he wants seven years, $200 I think he'd be a great fit. For the Yankees, and uh, I wanted to play some clips from the internet, from Twitter, uh, that Yankees fans have been seeing and retweeting. Paulie, let's first play the clip from R2C2, which is Ryan Rucco and CeCe Sabathia's podcast. They interviewed him out in Arizona in spring training before this past season, and I guess he's got a relationship with CeCe, and CeCe... Being a Yankee, being a homer and a Yankee fan was lobbying, you know, for him to potentially be a Yankee after 2022. Let's play that clip. Now, I know one place I wanted, I, I wanted you to come to the Bronx. Like, I was hoping and praying that it was some way that they would work out a deal, um, knowing that, you know, obviously being a Yankee fan and being in New York, everything revolves around the Yankees. So, like, anytime there's a big free agent or anytime there's pitching, you know, the, the name always comes up, but I, I thought that you would, like, fit in re- really well with that, you know, in that organization with that team, but yeah, just didn't work out. Yeah. I like Judge. And I feel like you could have helped Monty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, you and Monty would have, would have, it would have been good, you know, uh, you know, for him, for him to learn under you for sure. Yeah. Still time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. When I heard that, I'm like, come on. The writing is on the wall. CeCe Sabathia, left-handed bulldog, signed a big deal to come to the Yanks. He's talking to Carlos Rodon, and three things stuck out. At first, he said, I like Judge. Signing Judge, I have already said tonight, doesn't improve the team. Right? He's not going to hit 62 home runs next year. I'm not doubting him. I just know that that was a ridiculous bet on yourself year, and we can't expect him to have the same results like it, it it doesn't improve the team bringing him back but it, it definitely helps the fan base and the feel of the team with Carlos Rodon signing judge or re-signing judge 
guys want to play with Judge, right? They, you come to the Yankees, you're on the team with the best player in the world for the next nine years. Carlos Rodon's first thing was, I like Judge. Those boys can bang. Giancarlo Stanton, Rizzo, and the Devils go down 2-1. Stay, stay in here. Obviously, I'm watching the game. <laughs> Rodon, then they uh, mentioned Monty to him. And this was last season going into uh, 2022. I think he he might have just signed with the Giants. So CeCe was hoping that he would sign with the Yankees. But interesting enough, CeCe mentions Monty, another left-handed pitcher, and him working with Monty. Monty is now in St. Louis, and St. Louis is in on Carlos Rodon. Also, the Minnesota Twins are rumored to be in on Carlos Rodon. And then the last thing Rodon said was, there's still time. Like, leaving the door open for the Yankees to sign him after this past season, which that's where we are right now, folks. In my humble opinion, I feel like the Yankees are always first in line. I feel like the Yankees are always used. This is a Scott Boris client. The Yankees are always used in negotiations, uh, in rumors, because they're the Yankees, right? They're supposed to be big money, big market. But when you're first in line, what what takes so long, right? If you're first in line, you should get it done. Or today, being the day that it was rumored that we'd see a deal. Let's see what the de- the deal is. Let's see what the offer is, rather, like, can we get any details on an offer? I haven't seen anything. Tweet at me, at Keith McPherson. If something comes across your timeline, if Jeff Passan or Buster Only or Morosi, not Heyman. No, I'm kidding. Shout out to John Heyman. If John Heyman reports something, uh, the last thing I saw on Rodon, Salicata, Todd Zeal, Terry Collins were on Baseball Tonight talking about his injury history, and maybe that's what's slowing down a long-term deal. Maybe they don't want to give him seven years because of his injury history, which isn't recent history, but it's there. I don't know. I know Yankees fans have been saying, Rodon, Rodon, how do we win the offseason? Sign Rodon, get us a left fielder, whether that's Brian Reynolds via trade, which I don't think that's going to happen. And I just read that the the Red Sox are in on uh, Reynolds now. I don't think the Yankees are giving up their top prospects, Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez, for him. Um, I don't think Benintendi wants to be here. I don't know who the answer is in the outfield, but Yankees fans, call me up with your thoughts. I know you're getting impatient. Patience, you must learn, you know, Yodaism, especially as a Yankee fan in this modern-day time with Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman gets re-signed, and he's, he's given us Tommy Canely. <laughs> Judge, was a how, Judge was a how move. That was Hal stepping in from Italy to seal the deal. I don't know how many times I've said it. Everything we saw from Hal physically in San Diego where Judge was rumored to be flying in, and he was, to meet with the Padres. Whether he was playing a game, which I don't understand the advantage in playing the game like you don't know where your own guy is. And yes, he was a free agent. He wasn't signed, but he's only been a Yankee. You have a relationship with him for the last seven, eight years how do you not know where he is? How how are you just completely in the dark, Cashman? You should have known something. Well, you didn't know enough, and a rumor gets floated that he's going to the Giants, and Hal is nine hours ahead of the time in Italy, and he's got to get on whatever he gets on Skype and try and get in touch with Judge and, and seal the deal. Cashman, what's up, bro? Like, give us something here. And I and I know Paulie's going to chime in because the Mets fans, they, they go out and sign Brandon Nimmo. Eight years, 162 million. Verlander, 
Jose Quintana, well, Kodai Senga. They win Kodai Senga. They beat every other MLB team to get him. Well, I, I understand the thing with the Mets. it's a good time to be a Mets fan. Well, here's the thing with the Mets, though. And I want to ask you a question about the Yankees, but real quick on the Mets, is I don't really know if they're better. They've spent a ton of money, which is great. I but think I they're honestly better. Think Let's have that conversation. DeGrom, I, De, <laughs> and I know you guys love DeGrom, similar to like the way you guys love the Jets and Giants, so it's hard to be realistic and look at it and like actually think about it. But they won all those games, and DeGrom wasn't even around for a lot of that. Right. Verlander's going to pitch. I'm I'm not concerned. The pitching for me is a wash. The the top of the or the top of the rotation is a wash. Verlander DeGrom, I think, is as close to a wash if they're both healthy as you're gonna get. What about Quintana versus Taiwan Walker? So I think Quintana Senga is probably better than Walker Bassett. And That's my a, next so, thing is gonna say Bassett Senga. Now listen, Senga Senga could be Masvidal Tanaka could be an ace. Low he key. also could be Hideki Arabu. He could be Hideo Nomo. He could <laughs> be Kaz Matsui. Satoshi Kodaira. Let's not let's not pretend that every single pitcher that comes over the pond is really really good. So I'm not going to assume that. Chanho Park had it, bro. I'm not going to assume that. What I'm concerned about with the Mets is that they're running back the same team offensively, and offensively, that is where they struggled the most last year when it counted. I know they had a re-sign Nibbo. I get it. I understand. But they're running back the same team, and it's entirely plausible that they are the third best team in the NL East. The NL East is going to be the best division in baseball, and it's entirely possible with the $300-plus million payroll and everything that Steve Cohen's done, which is great, that they are have the third best team in the division. I can't argue against that. It's not like a hot take. It's, it's it's not a hot take. It's reality. It's rea- It's a plausible scene. So what can they do to get better? I don't know. I've been, does, I've like been I saying you, J.D. Martinez for Like I asked you earlier, now. does Steve Cohen just say, you know, F it, let's give Correa like $40 million for four years? I think the longer, the longer Correa is out there, yes. Yes. Yeah. And we were just talking about it. Correa... Man, how thirsty is he to play in the New York market, right? He he went from Texas to Minnesota, hated that. Sky has been trying to come to New York and play for the Yankees his whole career. That's most likely not going to happen. Why can't he go play third base for the Mets? And I had mentioned to you, I felt like Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso at the end of the year, these guys were exhausted. They played every day. And you need to rest, guys. I, I hate to say it, but the Yankees have... Mandatory rest and it works out. Guys avoid injury. Guys are, you know, fresh at the end of the year. I know the Yankees sure didn't look like it in the postseason, but there's some thought to bringing in a Carlos Correa if he's down to do the A rod, move over from short and play third base. And then there's some days where you can rest uh, Francisco Lindor and put Correa at shortstop. And maybe Brett Beatty plays third or. Uh, Guillerme, or I don't know. It doesn't hurt to have a Carlos Correa in your lineup, on your defense, even if he's DH uh, a couple days. He's a dog. He's a World Series champion, even though it was fraudulent. You know, his his performance in the postseasons after that wasn't fraudulent. You know, him checking what time it is. He always knew what time it is. He's super clutch. So we'll see. I, I think the longer it goes on, the less the Yankees are reality. I think the Yankees are used as... Uh, you know, the rumor mill starter. But I think 
the longer it goes, a player of that caliber being out there, Steve Cohen liking tweets in reference to Carlos Correa, it's like, hey, if he's out there for much longer, why not just grab him up? Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. What y'all really want? DMX. I got to go back and listen to DMX's albums when he had the top two albums, hip-hop albums of the year. Forget what year that was. I was looking at this thing, uh, and this guy was going through every year who was the hottest rapper every year, and he was saying that Jay-Z was never the hottest rapper of the year. And he named DMX in some years that you could argue it was Jay-Z. And I'm like, I got to go back and listen to some of those albums. It was never Jay-Z, he said? There's there was this there's this viral like TikTok or reel where this guy's going through every year from '96 when Jay Z came on to modern day times, and he's listing all these rappers that had a better year than Jay Z. Jay Z, the thing about Jay Z though, Jay Z has had like overall a better career than and a better, better life life. Than <laughs> than you said most yeah. artists, rappers, not just rap. No, in general, the the business that he does, the guy's a genius. But the guy, when you're looking at the hottest rappers, like this guy named DMX, he named Nelly, he named Eminem, he named Lil Wayne, Ludacris. Like, there were other rappers yes. that were, like, the hottest rapper of the year in yeah. all of the years that Jay-Z was. I think I told you this. My Growing up, at least some of the 50s Get Rich or Die Trying is one of my he favorite albums. He also named al- 50 because 2003. Favorite, right. One of my favorite albums is Get Rich. So many bangers on that album. It's a no-skip album. It's a classic album. Man, I, I bought that album at the flea market in Collingswood uh, in Monmouth County. People in Monmouth County, people in Jersey know the flea market there. It used to be this Jamaican dude in the back, and I would always go to him. $5, burn CDs, never bought a CD after I discovered this guy. And I bought the 50 Cent album, Get Rich or Die Trying, from him. I went home. Uh, I had a three-disc changer, and I remember cranking the volume up so loud in my apartment, and the first thing you hear is that, like, half-dollar piece drop. And I'm like, what is this? And then, like, right away. Yep. G-Unit. Boom. 50 had it. And every kid I knew had that album after that. And, uh, yeah, he took off. And I remember he put out Wangsta, like, right before that. But then once he came in with Get Rich or Die Trying... All hit records, all timeless classic records. And 2003 will forever be his year. I guess Jay-Z never had a year. Call me up if there was a year that you can uh, tell me that Jay-Z was the hottest rapper. I'll have to do some research on it. I watched that video and I'm like, is this accurate? But the biggest thing I took from that, that video was I was too young to really understand the subject matter that D- DMX was rapping about. And now I need to go back since I'm an adult and listen to DMX's first couple al- albums, his discography, and uh, see. Like, It's Dark and Hell is Hot in 98. Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood in 98. Like, 98 was his year. I need to go back and listen to those two albums. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're talking baseball right now, uh, but if you did call to talk Jets and Giants, I will get to you. Sorry for the hold, but just don't want the whole show to be uh, Debbie Downer, Negative Nancy, people thinking that I'm being a hater on the Jets and Giants. I'm not. If you've listened to me on WFAN for the last year, I'm a pretty optimistic person, positive energy, all that type of stuff. 
I have no reason to hate on the Jets or Giants, but I'm not a fan of the Jets and the Giants. So I'm bringing a perspective from the outside fan bases, from the NFL eye looking at the total NFL. Nobody's looking at the Jets or Giants like a threat. Nobody is afraid of the Jets or the Giants. I get that Jets defense is pretty good, but nobody is looking at them like, uh, oh, no, I don't want to play the Jets. Or the Giants. The Giants are cooked, and that's okay. They were not expected to be playoff teams this year. So I understand the fans are going to fight it, and the fans are going to be upset, and I, and I got a few of you on Twitter that got at me last night and today, and I, I stand by what I say. I would love to be wrong. It, that'll be more fun for the radio. If the Jets and Giants win out and both both make the playoffs, I'll be the butt of every joke. But I just highly doubt that's going to happen. So call me up, 877-337-6666. When we come back, uh, we'll be inside the 9 o'clock hour. We'll hit Carlos Rodon talk, Yankee stuff. We'll move on from that until we get some type of update or alert. And then we'll get back into the Jets-Giants conversation. We'll try and mix in some NBA some hockey, whatever you guys want to do. Let's hit that break and update right about now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 